So, who's having coffee? This guy. This guy right here. I got the I got the blinds open today. Letting that, that daylight get in here. Cup number two, huh? Yeah, I'm still working on number one. I actually, it's like so cold. I've had it for like an hour. I just, it's, and then when I come down here, it's like, you guys will see me like well into the spring, like still wearing a hoodie because it just, it's a tundra down here. Not as bad today though. JR, yeah, let me, I'll get into that for sure. <clears throat> I just want to check on you guys and see how you're doing. I haven't streamed in a while, man. I'll tell you what's been going on. So I, I've been uh, been working on a lot of projects, and some of the projects that I'm doing are actually um, getting finished uh, this month. One of them in particular is the, uh, I don't know if you guys remember that, um, uh, the, the first rock star on Mars. Um, so there's a, there's a children's book that my friend wrote, um, and uh, he had it, he had a, he had it illustrated and everything. Like it's, it's cool. It's like a nice little children's book about, um, just kind of striving to be what you really want to be. And, um, <clears throat> sorry, I'm hacking in your guys' ears, uh, and sort of like not, not listening to, um, you know, the status quo and, and, you know, basically following your dreams and like chasing them down if you really want them. And I just thought it was such a great message and I've been living by that message since I was a kid. So, um, uh, anyway, so we wrote a song for it, um, called the first rock star on Mars. And it was me and Kellen Quinn from sleeping with sirens, uh, William Ryan Keefe, uh, from yellow card and James Donano who, on drums, who, who wrote the book. He's a great drummer. Um, and so we decided, he decided that he wanted to do a few more songs and make an EP out of it to release. Um, and I believe it's going to come out soon. So I've been working my ass off this whole month trying to get these songs done uh, by today, actually. And I, I pretty much finished it last night. I just got to do a little bit, little tweak today when I get done here <clears throat> and it'll be finished. But I've been working really hard on that. Um, it turned out really good. I'm really excited. It's like uh, it's kids songs, but it's punk rock. So like parents can enjoy it as well. Um, so that was the idea. Having coffee. Just Jacqueline's having coffee with uh, almond Almond Roca creamer or is that mocha? What is Roca? What's up, Colin? <clears throat> Colin, I, I I got that mix coming for you, man. Later today, I got I'm gonna get on that as well. See, man, I'm working my ass off. I'm I'm mixing bands and I'm producing, and so it's just been like everything's sort of coming to a head. Like all my deadlines are, are coming up for these projects, and um, and then I'm taking off with Brandon Hardesty in a couple weeks to go. Uh, do do an acoustic run, so I got to get all this stuff done. Plus the Ballyhoo stuff, and we just shot a music video last week for Live Through This. Um, along with the stream, I was getting ready for the stream, so like I haven't been able to like do my own streams lately. Greasy Pork Chop, Terra Squad, Repoint for how? Yeah, man, dude, Terra Squad's crushing for for, uh, for Howie Spangler lately. I appreciate it. Moxie, what's going on? Oh, you like the song. Thank you very much. I appreciate that. So let's go ahead and get into this. This is the title of the, of the if you guys notice the title of the, uh, the episode here, is Spotify burying uh, songs that have brutal or gory cover art. Questionable, right? Um, Nebraska was awesome. Pope Wheels, thank you. Yeah, it was nice. It was nice to play in front of people, for sure. I was, it was good to fly out and do that. It's a nice little adventure. 
Um, so, uh, yeah, BMR is going to be great. Ashley, I'm going to be in Denver May 15th and May, May 14th as well. Like the week of May, that weekend, I'll be there. So look out. What's up, Michael? Um, greasy pork job, Omaha. Yeah, I was there a few weeks ago. So here's the crazy thing, okay? Here's what I noticed, right? So every time we do a release, the, the fans get pumped. Everybody gets excited, right? And we were excited about this song. We were excited about uh, Live Through This. It's a, It somehow became this... Um, I'll go back. I'll go back. In 2019, we uh, went to Pepper's studio in Redondo Beach, California. And this was a few days before... Um, before, uh, one love in Long Beach. And so we were there early and I wanted to work. I wanted to do something instead of just kind of sitting around. So, uh, Veronica, thank you so much for the super chat. I appreciate that. Um, I'm going to get this damn balloon machine working as soon as I figure out how to turn it back off. So this balloon machine is going to go off whenever you guys super chat, it's going to blow up that those balloons back there. I just have to figure out how to get the turn back off after it's uh, on. So it's going to be fucking wild. Don't worry about it. <laughs> Veronica, I appreciate it. Um, so anyway, uh, I was like, I want to work. I want to do some shit. And um, so we went into the Pepper Studio. What's up, Jay? And we uh, worked on some music, right? And we were thinking like, yeah, we'll probably do like, you know, three or four, just kind of jam some new, new songs, you know, maybe some demos that I had or other ideas that some of the other guys might've had. And we ended up doing, uh, nine songs. We did nine tracks at the, um, the Pepper studio, Kona town. And, um, the, uh, one of them was Renegade, which came out. Um, you guys know that one. Um, and then we did a bunch of others. And then when we got eight, and we were kind of like spent, you know, it was like, cause it's like when you're, when you're like working like that all the time, like you're constantly, um, working that, that creative muscle, it gets exhausting. Actually, I was kind of over it. And then Nick's like our bass player, Nick, he's like, dude, let's get one more. Like we're here. We got another day. Let's just do it. And I was like, all right, man. So I went in the live room and I started kind of riffing around and I came up with the opening riff for this punk song that would end up becoming live through this. Um, so we worked it all out and we were like, yo, we should put like, we should do some skate punk here and then we'll do some like breakdown, like cut time, uh, shit so we can jump around. Um, let's do some, do some pretty shit. Like it was just throw some ska, like it was crazy. Became this like little mini ska punk opera and I fell in love with it. I was like, man, this is so cool. Right. It had everything that, that I love. It's got all of it. It's got reggae. It's got all of it. And so we called it number nine. That was the, that was the working title at the time because it was the, it was the ninth track and it was the last one that we did in the studio. After, uh, after that, it just kind of sat around and then I, uh, I couldn't think of anything to really write for it. Um, and we were on tour somewhere. I think we were in, uh, where were we? Missouri? Like wherever, is that where, um, is that where, uh, what's his name is from? Uh, is it, is it Mark Twain? Something like that. Um, he's from this town in Missouri. And I was sitting in the, in the parking lot there, the hotel, and I had my stuff out. And I just kind of threw some lyrics down. 
some vocals and um, kind of got that going. And then I got Matt from Real Big Fish to do horns on it. And then it just sat for like a year. You know, this song was written two years ago um, and finally finished it up, I guess, last month and it got mixed and here it is. Right. So we're pumped. Everything's great. Right. This long winded story is coming to an end. I promise. Hannibal. That's it. Yeah. Hannibal, Missouri. Thank you, Greasy. Um, the song comes out. You guys love it. Right. And I'm so happy and grateful. And I was like pumped that you guys loved it as much as I do. And, um, I'm seeing, you know, the, the usual stuff, uh, the Instagram stories are loaded up with fans listening to the new track and posting it and flame emojis and I'm getting DMS and, uh, the YouTube is actually lighting up. The YouTube was doing great. Um, with the audio that comes out every time, uh, just all around, just response was huge to it. And I was pumped and I noticed something right away. And what, what I do is I always go into the Spotify for artists, um, app and I check it out and I'm, I see kind of what's going on. And I noticed that like, we'd only gotten like a few hundred in the first, I think couple hours. And normally, normally, um, you know, we're, we're getting like about a thousand or so in the first couple hours, you know, after midnight and, uh, what's up, Monica. And, uh, and I was like, okay, okay. Slow start, slow start. I guess, you know, it's late. Um, then I woke up the next morning and, you know, Friday morning, and I think we hadn't even cracked a thousand. And I was, it was really strange. And so I started following it throughout the day. Um, and I can't remember how many it was. I think it was like less than 3,000 streams in the first day. And I started kind of getting bummed out, man. It was like, I was like, okay, you know. Maybe this song is not as good. <laughs> maybe, maybe it's not as good. Maybe, maybe people just aren't feeling it. You know, maybe because, you know, if you look at our, if you look at our Spotify, it's mostly like, you know, the, the soft bangers like mixtape and blaze this weed, Sam wrong, uh, message to the world, you know, walk away that, that songs like that, right. Our punk stuff doesn't really get as much, uh, traction. So I expected that, right. I kind of, I've expected the song to maybe have like a big explosion and sort of kind of fall down fast in comparison to the other stuff. Like when we release our reggae tracks, I'm totally fine with that. I just love being in a band where I can play those different types of, of songs, those different sounds. Um, we're not locked to one thing. That's what I've always loved about this band we can go wherever we want. And you guys usually are just like pumped on whatever we do. And I'm fucking thankful, man. So, so yeah, so, um, it did hit my release radar. It was there. It was actually number one. We were the cover art for the release radar that last week. Um, and, uh, and so I'm looking and I'm watching, uh, like, uh, Audic Empire is a band that I just produced and their, their new song, losing, losing my, uh, losing your shit just came out on the same day. Right. And they're like, like, oh my God, 4,000. And you know, they're, they're like still, uh, they're still kind of a baby band, like working, working up to it. Right. And they're crushing it and it's killer. 
and I'm, I'm very happy for them. But I started thinking like, wow, we're, we're like, they're actually uh, getting more than us on, on the first day. And um, so here we go. So like, I'll, sh- I'll just show you right now. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go take you guys on the back end here. So here we are. 14,300. This is happening live right now, by the way. This is how many streams we're getting right now. Okay. Um, well, accumulative. It's just all adding up right now. So you can see, look, 301. See, people are listening, which is cool. Um, you can see that it had the big bump on the first day and then it dips and then it sort of comes back. Every It always does this. If you look at like any of our songs week to week, it all builds up to Friday, Saturday, and then Sunday, Monday just drops. <laughs> and then throughout the week, it just builds up again. So 14,000. And I just thought this was so strange. Like, and part of me is like, all right, okay, maybe it's, Maybe it's ego. Maybe I'm thinking like, oh, we should be at 20K by now, you know? But I'm just going by the numbers. Typically, you know, we're, we're at 20 or 30K by the end of the weekend on, on any release because we have enough followers. Um, we have enough people that dig the songs and there's enough buzz going around every time we, we release something. And I just started getting concerned. I was like, oh my God, is this like, is our band falling off? Like, you know, you start going to those weird places in your mind, you know? Um. Yeah, I mean, so you go down and it's like 40% Spotify algorithmic, 39% uh, profile and catalog, 19% uh, listeners and listeners own playlists and library. Um, I wish I had better comparisons for you, but look, Australia, Australia here, Brazil, killing it, Brazil. Um, so this is strange to me. Um we uh we usually have like these are all these different countries right and usually it's just it's just i don't know it's just it's just different all right here you go here's all the different i haven't been back here in a while um looks a little different now anyway um and let's say so like playlist for example so release radar release radar we got 4000 streams it just feels like, I don't know, we did get on this, this new, new punk bands discovery on, on Spotify, which is cool. I'm, I'm thankful for everything that we get, by the way. I hope you guys know that by now. Here we go. 303. Um, so I got a call from our, our, uh, our label guy over at Ineffable and he's like, dude, I think the cover art is, is killing this. I was like, shit I think you're right kind of crossed my mind a little bit over the weekend I'm like what is it he's like dude I can't think of anything else I can't think of another reason why this song isn't doing as well the buzz is there every all the fans love it it's just not getting any traction like outside of the base you know um so we went for a joke right this like, and I started to get, I started to get angry about this. Actually, I was like, you know, I try to, I'm reading these books on stoicism and they're definitely helping, but it's like, it is what it is. I can't control it. Right. I guess I can't control it if I change the art. Right. But then what happens to artistry? So who decides that this is too brutal? Okay. I get it. Look, there's a guy who's halved, 
you know, there's a dude standing there with a machete, Jason Voorhees type of character. And there's a guy standing there with the bottom of his spine sticking out of his waist and his top half on the floor bleeding out. I feel like I've seen worse cover art. I don't know. Maybe I haven't, but I don't know. It's just, it's a cartoon. It's not even like, I guess like we had another version that a, that a guy did for us. Uh, and it was, it was more, it was even more cartoony. Kind of looked like, uh, not Simpsons art, but like kind of looked like Rick and Morty art sort of, but it was like, kind of like this and it was bloody and the guy had stumps and like, it was just, you know, so it just feels like I've seen worse and someone at Spotify decided that this was too brutal and they weren't going to show it. The song, the song isn't getting shown to people. So that's what I'm, that's why I wanted to come on here and talk about this for is that if you're an artist, now you got to be wary of this shit. You got to wonder like, Oh, is this going to be too brutal? Like, this to us is funny. Like we think it's funny because it's based off of uh, Walk Hard, the Dewey Cox story. I've been halved. Oh, I cut my brother in half. You know? And it's just, I don't know. It's, it's disappointing. It's disheartening to think that, that now like, oh, I can't be a full artist. Because you know what happened? For the first time actually, we got on two YouTube playlists, two YouTube music playlists. We've never gotten that before. Uh, and it's like one of them is uh, some some punk playlist and it's like interrupters and like blink and like everybody's on there. And we got on it with this song. And there's another one, um, another new punk track type of one or whatever. And so YouTube's fine with it. And the other platforms seem to be fine with it, but for whatever reason, Spotify doesn't like this art. I mean, it's so that, that is what we're thinking. It is. We can't think of any other reason that the song will be doing this bad. And so we talked about it. We talked about like, do we change the art? Um, that was, you know, we're willing to consider all ideas. Um, you say, Hey, if we change the art and then resubmit it and try again this week, and see what happens because you're stuck in a weird place. You're like, well, do I change the art and sort of uh, sacrifice our our artist vision? And the guy that did this cover, Noah Swartz, he crushed it. It looks awesome. He he was going for like '80s movie cover, you know, '80s movie poster. I think it turns out it turned out great. So do you do you sacrifice that and change the cover to what? I don't know. I don't have any ideas aside from just putting a black cover with live through this on there. It might be actually kind of cool, but you know, it just seems too simple. It's like we, and we've always been like big about delivering art, you know, delivering like cool, fun art for all our stuff. And we just thought that, yes, this is a little bit darker. We knew that, but the song's called live through this is about the struggle, man. It's about bleeding. It's about, you know, just surviving over 25 years. So, um, do we change it or, you know, because it's a shame, it would be a shame for the song to just kind of go down like this, you know, 14,000 streams. That's like, 
you know, and in the history of the band, especially the the recent history of the band, this is this is pretty bad. This is pretty pathetic, <laughs> in my opinion. You know, so what do you do? I don't want to change the cover. You know, I want I want people to hear the song, and you know, if 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 you guys share it and things like that, maybe people will hear it. But yes, it would have a better shot if if probably change the art and it starts getting added to things or gets pushed out to people. I don't know, man. I don't like the idea of being told that I can't, I can't do this. So that's, that's just sort of my, I don't know. That's my general look on it. So I think what we're going to do is, um, we're going to give this song another shot later this summer, maybe release it with something else. So it kind of has that, you know, waterfall effect. Um, because yeah, I think this song is great and I want to be able to play it live and have everybody sing along and know the words and jump and jump up and down with us because that is why we do this shit. That's why we, that's why we play music. That's why we go on tour and you know, we make music. We want people to bounce with us and have a great time. And this song I think is going to, you know, crush for that. Let me check your questions out here. If you're listening to the audio pod, this is, I know this is like weird for you right now, but um, Jay, it is sad that people are offended by any kind of artwork. You're right. It's art, man. It, it, yeah. At the same time, you know, I, it would be interesting. It would be interesting to see, um, what might happen if we were to change the cover, resubmit it and put it out again. Um, if there would be any difference, uh, I saw someone's question about would it, oh yeah, here we go. JR says, if you change the cover would the streams reset, so uh, artist tip. If you, as long as you use, dude, I don't know why I keep burping. This is crazy. All I've had is coffee this morning. Maybe that's why. Um, as long as you use, use the same ISRC code on your release, um, you'll still get this. The streams won't reset. The streams will be the same. Um, So yeah, anytime you uh, like re-release, like whenever we do like the, um, like you'll see bands like put out a single and then the next month they'll put out the second single, but then they'll put the first single underneath that. Um, They're using the same ISRC codes. That way they're, they're able to maintain um, their, their placement, like the stream count and all that. Ben Corthus, are you going to track the horns live? Um, yeah, like for now, like we'll probably we'll probably just run tracks on the horns because they're a big part of the song and I don't want to go without them and we don't have a horn section. Um, so whenever we go go out and play, I'm going to try to organize horn sections uh, for, for the tours. Um, but until we're actually like on a bus, it's, it's going to be really hard to kind of maintain that. So for now, you may just see us with an invisible horn section. Uh, Moxie, what you can do to help, very simple, just stream the shit out of the songs, just stream the shit out of this song, share it, get, get friends to listen to it. That, that is, you know, I, I see artists, uh, talking about like, I saw it again recently last week, I believe, I don't know, I guess it was on Facebook. Oh, Spotify sucks. Like stop using it. No motherfucker. You're dumb. (laughs) Like you gotta, this is how it is. This is how people, this is how people listen to music now. This is how people consume. Like absolutely buy CDs, print CDs, and then sell them to your fans. Your, 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 your big fans will, will want to support. They'll spend that 10 bucks. They'll get you to sign it and then they'll put it up at home or they'll put it on the shelf or whatever, but they're going to listen to you on Spotify or Apple music on the way home. 
you know, like they're not, they're not taking a CD player out, out to the boat. You know, when you go on the boat trip, the boat day, everybody's got Spotify and they got a little speaker, you know, it's, it's just silly. It's silly to think that, that we're going back to CDs. If you're not, if you're not utilizing the platforms that are out today, these amazing platforms that you can just share a song, share an album, share anything, and people are listening to it within seconds because of text, like you're, you're going to lose, you're going to lose. And if you keep that mentality, you're done. So that's my rant about fans or bands that want to cancel Spotify. (laughs) So, yeah, I mean, I still love Spotify. I use Spotify, but I was definitely, definitely a little stressed out and disheartened thinking that this could be the case of why this song is only getting 14,000 streams this weekend. We're now, we're now, what, five days, six, is, is today Wednesday or Thursday? Today's Thursday. Holy shit. Um, we're now six days in 14,000 streams. This blows my mind. You know, normally we, we'd be coming up on like almost 50 right now, typically. So something is definitely happening. And the consensus is that the art was too brutal. Part of me loves that. Part of me is bummed out because this song isn't getting enough attention and I, that I feel it deserves. So, <laughs> um, so yeah, I mean, to, to my artists out there, man, definitely this is unfortunate, but you got to consider this going forward. You know, now we know, and I, and actually we have another cover for the next single middle finger that is actually questionable. We're not sure if we, if we're going to use it now and that fucking sucks. It sucks. It sucks to think that now we got to deal with this. The reality is you can do what you want. You can, you can put whatever you want on your art, right? Just got to be, you got to be fine with this kind of shit happening, throttling. If they deem this too brutal, you got to be, you got to be okay with it being throttled. You go, okay, well, that's my art. So 14,000 people are going to listen to this because this platform doesn't want to push it out to people because they don't like the art. That's on them. I can't do anything about it. You know, I just got to be okay with it. The reverse is you conform a little bit, you play the game, you know, so that's kind of, that's kind of what's going on with this song. I just want to let you guys know. Yeah. I mean, I, I pay for Spotify premium, you know, Faye, I don't know. Pandora, so that's the thing. It's, 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 the other platforms seem to be doing fine. Like we even, like I said earlier, we even got two playlists on YouTube music. We've never had that before, but this song got on two like Scott Punk playlists with No Doubt and Green Day and Interrupter as Blink. Yeah, maybe we'll just do like an NFT of, uh, <laughs> of this art or something or some other art. Damon, uh, what is your take on releasing singles versus albums? Do you have a, do you have a set about amount of singles that you like to release in between albums. Uh, so, um, I think albums are still alive. I think, I think like the core fans love an album. I think they love a a place to go and they can have this collection of, you know, 10, 12, 14 songs totally for that. Um, but you have to also, if you want to be strategic, you got to work in the singles. So, you make the singles work for you and you can build up to an album. You know, if you only have a few songs, 
you know, you can build up to an EP or whatever. You don't have to make a record, a full record, but um, it's it's all it's all depending on what you want to do. So, um, but but definitely work the singles leading up to it, just like how they did back in the MTV days in the '90s, where you know, and the radio, you play a single for like two or three months before the record comes out, maybe even two singles, and then you drop the record because you got to get people pumped or right? I got people excited. Um, but nowadays, uh, you know, it's very singles driven. Um, but that's not to say that you can't add up to a, to a full album or EP. Um, just, just know how to use the Spotify platform, especially because you can take, um, you can use a submission tool. So imagine this, imagine this here. So you release an album, right? This is how Spotify, the backend works. When you release an album, um, you can submit, uh, you can submit the song to, um, to Spotify curators you got to pick one song from the full record. Okay. One song from the full record and you get one chance. You get one chance, but, oh, and, and you release a record and then it's like, you got to wait like 10 months or longer to, to put out another record. Right. That's why the album model doesn't work anymore. Um, now you need to think about dropping things throughout the year quarterly at minimum, I'd say, um, if you can do it every six weeks to eight weeks, that, that'd be great. <clears throat> but now you have a chance to submit every single time you have a new song, you have a chance to submit it to, and it'll get in front of Spotify curators. And I encourage artists all the time to, to, uh, to tell their fans to um, follow them on Spotify you know, it's not enough to just like the song or listen. You want them to follow because the more followers you have, uh, the the whoever's following you will get your new song on release radar every Friday. Okay, so that's important. Um, so that means push for followers. Hey, follow us on Spotify. Follow us on Spotify. Do a campaign. You know, um, and as that grows, I think Ballyhoo has like ninety thousand or something followers on Spotify. So that means 90,000 people should be getting us in their release radar every time we release something. So imagine doing that every month and a half, you know, every six weeks, you're putting out a new song. It's going to Spotify curators and to release radar. You're picking up all these extra streams, you know, and you go further you go further by adding, every time you drop a single, you drop the next one, you take the previous and put it on there using the same ISRC code. Third single, drop the two previous, use the same ISRC, ISRC codes that were assigned to you. That way you keep your streams, you don't, you're not splitting anything, and every single time your release has more and more streams and it just goes out further and further and you get people, we did that with Message to the World, it ended up being an album over like a year of dropping like, I think we dropped like four singles in 2019. And then 2020, we drop, you know, another four or five or something like that with that record. And so nine tracks and someone in, I think May of last year, or no, I'm sorry, June of last year, when we dropped a message to the world, Renegade is track nine. And they just heard it for the first time. That song had been out for a year. So you're picking up fans all the time, week to week, month to month, you're picking up fans that maybe didn't go digging. They didn't see the previous stuff you put out. So every time you release something, you have a chance to put that old stuff back 
in the in their faces, you know. So and you'll find that these old songs are getting injected back into your top ten on Spotify. So to me, it's a no brainer to over a course of months to build up the um, to build up you to something right in the form of singles to an EP or an album, something like that. So that is the long winded answer for you, Damon. Uh, drink and shoot. Is this hoodie? So this hoodie, let me tell you the story about this hoodie. So, uh, if you do want to support the podcast, everything's in the description there, but you can grab a tails pod merch. Um, and you can also, uh, subscribe monthly, um, or just flat out donate if you'd like. That's how you can support the podcast. Anyway, this, this hoodie's dope. It's tie dye. And like a week after I, I started making sales, um, they, I had to pull it. They told me that they said, Oh, the print, we don't like how the print's turning out. It's not bright enough. It doesn't look good. So we're going to pull it. So basically I have to resubmit. I have to, I have to work another logo out, um, for embroidery that has, uh, less detail in it because what the embroidery, I saw a sample of the embroidery and it's like too dark and just looks really too grungy and you can't really see the pineapple very well. Um, plus I'm going to drop the shadow that's on here. It's kind of weird. It adds like a little kind of light fade around it. It's kind of strange, but, um, anyway, so only a few people got this hoodie. So I, I will be creating a, a new design for this. And I hope to have these, these up in the next few weeks for sale again, Derek. Yeah. 433. It's been climbing, man. As we get in this warm weather, the, su- the summer is the best time for our band. It just, everything starts to soar. And I think we hit 600,000 last summer. I think in late July or August, I think we're going to, I think we're going to go past that this year. I can't wait. Um, we got more, more music coming out, but yeah, it's all about the followers on Spotify, man. Get more followers. Don't even, don't be concerned with monthly listeners, get followers. That's what you want. It's all about that long term. Kevin. Yeah. Live through this. Yeah. There's a, uh, that's a whole album from 1994 or 95 WAP is probably not for kids. No, I'll tell you what though, that beat, that beats hard. I'm, I, I'm, I fuck with the beat. Definitely. Yeah. So that's what's been good. what's been going on in my world lately. Just kind of watching these numbers and sort of feeling like, ugh, <laughs> you know, um, I will, sh- let's see. I'll show you, I'll show you some back end on, uh, this is pretty cool. Um, so here we got devil dub for my stuff. It's got almost 20 K. It's pretty good, right? Pretty awesome. But you can see, you can see how the, uh, you know, it just drops after that, that first month, it just, everything's kind of dropped. Um, but I'm very happy with this. I'm very happy with 20,000 streams for a solo thing. And it was doing better than self. I mean, it's doing way better than self care actually last 28 days. You can see it's gotten uh, 6.6K. Excuse me, self-care's got 1.6. And then all my other stuff behind that. So let's check out last seven days. Let's see what's going on last seven days. So yeah, there you go. Devil Dub and self-care, pretty close. But, you know, blowing out everything else, all my solo, other solo shit. So um, yeah, man, I'm, I'm happy with, uh, with all this. I think I had 2,200 listeners at one point monthly, uh, 1.8 now again, because you can see it's dropped because um, I haven't put anything new out. This is why it's important to just stay, to keep releasing things. I should have had another song ready to go. I've been so goddamn busy, dude. Um, uh, you can see the the busted kids with Tropodelics all up in our top five now. But uh, I mean, look at Walk Away. Look at this. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to gloat. Look at this. 
What is it? Oh yeah, right here. Boom. <laughs> 25 million, son. Oh shit. That's the song that changed our lives, everybody. Right there. That's the ones that made things a little bit easier. Guar just put out a single called Fuck This Place, and that cover is way more brutal. Yeah, it makes you wonder. Uh, Pope Wheels. Yo, I we've been talking about it. I, I would love to do a dub album. You know, I think I'm going to do a lot more of that stuff on my solo shit, but I think Ballyhoo should totally do something like that. Nick's got some cool ideas as well. Uh, Pope Wheels, yes, we do get more streams in the summer. The, 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 summer, the summer is like crazy for this band. Um, yeah, it's, it's nuts. Do songs with music videos do better than songs without music videos on those streaming? Um, it's a good question, Jay. You know, it's different platforms and you have different audiences on those different platforms. Uh, so you Spotify to YouTube, for example. I don't know. Like I said, like the song has been doing great on Spotify. On, on, I'm sorry, on, uh, on YouTube. We've been crushing it. Um, but I, I don't know. I, I don't know the correlation, you know, between a music video and I imagine, yeah, there's probably some, there's advantage to putting out a video whenever you put out a single because you're getting, maybe you're, it's getting around on YouTube and that might draw people to your Spotify or your Apple Music. I, I totally see that. <clears throat> Damon, any songs that you wish were in, in the top but aren't? I mean, dude, there's plenty. There's like... I mean, there's so many songs where I feel like, oh, this song should have had its moment, you know? Um, I mean, plenty of songs. I mean, a lot of stuff from the early, early days. Um, I feel like a song like The Fool or um, The Friend Zone, um, like those, those songs could be in the top 10. I think they would do well. But, uh, you know, again, it just shows you, it just shows you that, you know, like right here, Look at our top 10 right here. Walk Away, Blaze the Swede, Social Drinker, Mixtape, um, Message to the World, Sam Wrong, Cali Girl, I Don't Want to Go, The Struggle, Girls. I mean, Dark Sunglasses, Beautiful Day, Cali King, Chick is White. That is how it goes. Like the Most of our streams come from those, um, those types of songs. It's the punk stuff that doesn't really get as much traction um, outside the bass. And you can tell that people are listening and people love it and we'll play those songs live. But but for the most part, people have come to know us for playing stuff like this, you know? And I'm fine with it because, look, I wrote the songs and I think they're great songs. I love playing them, you know? But every now and then we got we to rock out because that's, that's where we come from, you know? Um, that's just what it is. I guess it's kind of like those bands that sort of get, they put out the one single and they feel like that does well and they feel like they gotta, they gotta match that forever now. Like, okay, I guess we're this now, you know, I always hated that, but I feel like we live in this world where we're able to to do both. And as I said before, knowing that the punk rock stuff doesn't do as well, as long as I know that when I'm doing it, I'm okay with it. I'm totally okay with it. You know, there was no expectation. I knew that this, that lived through this was going to, was going to be received. Well, I just felt it. It just, I knew it was going to connect, but I didn't know that the Spotify was going to, was going to fucking bury it. But, um, I also know that like probably our next few singles are going to do way better, you know, regardless of artwork. Moxie, I know a good, good music video is great. Uh, uh, Pacific Dove just put out a good video recently. I just watched them. They're, they kind of did like a hangover theme. Uh, they did a great job with that. 
Jacqueline. Yeah, the artwork, it is dark uh, in the sense of like, it's it's dark in both senses. It's dark in the sense like, yeah, it's like, it is pretty, uh, you know, dark in color and contrast or exposure, or whatever. But, but the, uh, yeah, just the dark nature of it, you know, have it. I mean, if you look at this, this is the worst case of someone being have that I've ever seen. Yeah, so we did shoot a video for this. Um, hopefully coming out soon. I'm supposed to see an edit today or tomorrow. And then we'll release it soon. Uh, that's another thing too is uh, I've been told that it's it's not exactly wise to release your video on the same day that the, that the single comes out because you're kind of splitting your traffic. And this is the way that we have to think as like business people. We have to think that like, oh, okay, so like, you know, we want to make sure that we're getting all the attention on this platform. And then you drop the video a week or two later on YouTube and get the attention on that platform once the, you know, the excitement dies down on Spotify, for example. Um, Jamie, yeah, video production costs are way low. Um, it's not very expensive to make a video anymore. Um, you know, nobody's making million dollar videos like they did in the 90s. Um, and equipment and everything has come down significantly. Um, and there's so many people that, that are really good at it. Um, I take that back. There's so many people that are doing it. There's a handful that are really good at it. Um, but, uh, yeah, um, it's just a matter of like the band kind of not being lazy and, and getting up and doing something. That's kind of what it comes down to, you know? And I felt like we were definitely due for a video and I'd like to keep it going, you know? So we're already talking about the next video that we're going to get that shot probably next month. Faye, you might be right. Maybe we should release this in October. (laughs) I, so my, my thought process was, um, but before we get into all the reggae singles, I wanted to release this while it's still like kind of cool outside and maybe kind of feeling the pandemic and stuff like, you know, everybody can relate to it. Um, and then we'll start releasing our reggae stuff. That was my, my point. I didn't want to wait. Maybe I should have, maybe this was my lesson. Moxie, thank you. Yeah. The punk stuff. I, we love playing it. Obviously we love playing the punk stuff, but you know, it's just, it doesn't do as well. Greasy. Yeah, man. Yeah, it's just um, there, there's there's strategy in everything, and um, you know you you just want to make sure that you're, you're handling it right because you know we would love to just give everybody everything all at once, um, but it just makes more sense to sort of like spread it out and kind of you know milk it. Um, but yeah, you do want to well want to kind of focus on the one platform and then move it over to the. I mean, when I say one platform, I mean like Spotify, Apple Music, Pandora. That's you know. The audio stuff is kind of all one thing for me. And then when you go to like YouTube, that's a different, whole different animal. And there's a whole different audience over there too. Not everybody is on YouTube and um, and vice versa. So yeah, it is a very Halloween theme cover. You're right. Maybe, hey, maybe we'll get some, some Halloween playlists this year with this song. <clears throat> yeah, the idea is, I guess, if we're able to drop this on something later this year, the cover art will be different and then maybe the song will get the traction it so deserves Derek yeah different ads like I mean you ideally you want to have different ads um, like two or three different ads per platform um, because you need to see which one does the best and then you can sort of phase out the other ones 
And it all comes, it's everything. It's, it's the caption you choose. It's the content you're that's in the post. Like, is it a video? Is it a picture? Um, what does better video or picture? What is the video? Like what's going on in the video? What's going on in the picture? You know, um, <clears throat> who you're targeting, uh, what sort of tags are using. And then like, you sort of, you can go in and see what tags are like doing the worst, like zero clicks, you know, just get rid of them. And you just keep it, the, the ad thing is very interesting. And that's why we pay people to do this shit because it's something that it's experimental. You have to keep, uh, you have to keep moving forward with it. Um, you have to keep like trying things and experimenting. So <clears throat> what's up, Cody? <clears throat> We're just talking about how live through this is, is doing terrible over at Spotify because of the cover art. That's at least what we think. That's the unofficial word. I mean, we've gotten uh, 76 streams since I pulled this up for you guys. Wait, did it just drop? Just dropped to 56. What the hell? See what I'm talking about? Are they deleting streams? Like, what is happening? It was three. Look, there it is. 14, 376. And then it just dropped to 356 again. Let's see what happens now. Oh, look, it just did it again. What is going on? What's the deal? Like, somebody at Spotify doesn't like us. <laughs> I'm sure it's just a glitch. I don't know. But that that's sort of our, our, our thought, is that the R work. See, it keeps going between 376 and 356. <clears throat> um, but look, at the end of the day, at the end of the day, this is not, um, this is not what matters. What matters is that you're doing what you love, that, you know, you're putting your art out there. People are consuming it. That's all that matters, man. Like the, all these numbers and shit. Yeah, there's something to that. It's good to follow it and see what's going on. But none of this matters. Just like views and likes, none of that shit matters, man. Just make your art, put it out. That's it, dude. Oh, oh, we jumped up to, oh, look, look at that. Oh, it's so weird. I feel like we should have been at like 14.5 by now. <laughs> uh, tricky, yes, they do count the, uh, the offline playlists, the offline tracks. Uh, they do get counted. Um, yeah, they're able to track that. I found that out a while ago. Yeah, and it, and for anybody that's like, if you're on a plane and you're listening, for example, like or don't have service and you're listening to your downloaded playlist, the next time you go online, the next time your data comes back, all those numbers get uploaded to their servers. So they, they're able to track all that. Cody, thanks, man. Yeah. No, we, you know, this is, uh, again, this is not anything that, I'm not super pissed about this. I was definitely like disheartened. I was like, really? Like, is this, is the art thing a problem? But, um, you know, I'm just more concerned that the song's not getting the attention that the other tracks normally do. So, um, you know, and this is something that, again, this will, this song will see the light of day again. We're going to release it on something sometime this year, probably, if not on an album next year. 
Um, so it will get the attention. It's just that right now, it's, it's, it's a bummer because you get excited, you get pumped. You're like, ah, release day. It's the most fun day ever. It's like Christmas and, you know, watching, you know, normally I'm watching this this live count. And I'm just like, oh, it's so cool. Like people dig it. But, you know, this time was a fucking sham. That's all right, though. Um, <clears throat> yeah, so I've been I've been super busy, man, working on uh, working on all kinds of projects with with other bands, mixing and producing. And I got to get off here in a little bit and, and get back to that. But, um, yeah, it's been it's been crazy this month. And, uh, you know, this is next. I'm going to get this all cleaned out. Hopefully the next week or so this will be gone. You guys won't have to look at this anymore. Um, and, uh, yeah, it's nuts. I'm also selling stuff, uh, from my studio on my shop, uh, shop.howiespangler.com. If you're a studio rat like me and you, you need some gear, check it out. Um, I'll be updating it. There's only one item up right now, but I'm updating with some other stuff that I have. Um, I got to clear this place out. Um, yeah, uh, thank you guys very much. If you're watching on Twitch, uh, please consider giving a follow. If you're on, if you're on uh, YouTube watching right now, make sure you sub up, smash the like button, and ring that notification bell so you know when I go live or upload a video. If you're on Facebook right now, please just give it a like, give it a share. Anyway, thank you so much. If you guys want to support the podcast, you can buy some merch. Go over there to uh, talesfromgreenroom.com. You can subscribe uh, with a, a it's a little subscription or thing. You can cancel whenever you want, or just flat out donate if you'd like. Um, but uh, subscribe wherever you're at. Uh, in any case, to Apple Podcasts, Spotify, whatever. Um, thank you guys very much for for tuning in. As always, it means a lot to me. This has been Tales from the Green Room, episode number one thirty eight. We're climbing, man. Um, and uh, give that song "Live Through This" a stream. And uh, I love you guys so much. Take it easy. All right. Have have a wonderful day.